0: <laughs> Hello! Get out of the way, updates. Sorry, guys. Hello! I'm just trying to see, like, how loud this thing is. Hello! Everybody's like, shut up! Shut up! Sorry, guys. Hey! How's everyone doing? Good, uh, you know good to be speaking to you um man, hey everyone. love you feeling good today um first thing, first and foremost, um I want to give a shout out to my guest, previous guest, Ronnie. He's been up here a few times today. I believe he is going to be having uh, twins, well, not him particularly, his wife will be, but, um, yeah, I mean, I want to give a shout out to him, hey, eh? congratulations, whoop, whoop, you know, two little, two little Ronalds running around, so that'll be cool, um, twins, man, how crazy, and look, guys, like, she's got, like, two full-size twins, now, I didn't realize, you know, and I'm not going to specify her name or really give out too much of their business, because, you know, I didn't tell them I was going to say any of this. This is all happening right now in real time. Um, But like, she's got like, like two full-size babies. Now, I didn't realize you could have two full-size twins. Not that I didn't think it was feasibly possible. I just didn't think it happened because up until this time in my life, not that I know a lot of people who have had twins, but my mom herself is a twin. Um, So I feel like I happened to get in more of these conversations about twins um but like i've never known anyone to have like she i think like both these kids are like seven pounds you know like they're big i mean you know like they're healthy they're not like big but you know like i didn't realize like you know most time i feel like they have twins and like five pounds a piece or something like it's a lot smaller i don't know either way uh congratulations to them that's all i'm going on about that um I'm excited, they're excited, we're all excited, so, bada bing, bada boom, right? <laughs> um, okay, so, next on my agenda of stuff that's happened this past week, I can tell you guys about, um, well, of course you know, and I love to start with, you know, start this off with something, but uh, of course you know, UFC I'll be honest with you. This card this weekend wasn't bad, but it wasn't, you know, really wasn't anything to write home to mom about. To be honest, um, and I don't want to sound like a hater because I know a lot of these guys put a lot of time and effort into it, and I'm, you know, very appreciative of uh, what they do. But I don't know, nothing really it was crazy. So, like, I think was a lot of decisions, yeah. It was, yeah, it was basically the whole card pretty much was decisions. And, uh, you know, as a fan, I can appreciate decisions. Other than, I'm going to give it up to Tony, uh, is it Tony Gravely? I'm going to give it up to Tony Gravely because he had the only knockout TKO uh, in the fight, or in the whole card. And uh, I'll give it up to Gerald Merchart, I believe is his name. Because uh, he had the only submission, everything else was decisions. Not hating on the people who, who got decisions in their rounds, and the reason I'm gonna tell you is because <clears throat> one, I'm not a fighter. If I have to fight, I will, but I'm certainly not trying to fight if I don't have to. Two, um, just because it got to the decision doesn't mean either of these people sucked. It meant that they, they were both so good that they weren't able to put their opponent away. You know, or they were so good that their opponent wasn't able to put them away. Um, So it's certainly not me trying to hate on the fighters because, you know. But it just, it does make for a less than, you know, less than crazy card. Um, Robert Whitaker, though, he was the main fight. Him and Kelvin Gastelum. uh, I like both of them. I mean, I, I don't like really... Know much about either of them, but I don't dislike either of them. Um, But Robert Whitaker, he did really well, and he kind of he led that dance, and uh, he got the win. Of course, I was man, you got to give it to Kelvin Gastelum because he he's hard to put away. He's hard to put away. He don't he don't stop. Um, But that's really you know, like I said, I hate to you know I hate to poop on the card here, but. uh, it wasn't super crazy interesting. And it happens to be being followed up by an amazing card. So that too, which is what I'm actually going to talk about, you know, preemptively. Which is something I think is probably a good idea. Because I always talk to you guys about these cards after they happen. But if I talk to you ahead of time, then you can go, oh yeah, remember he mentioned that? maybe if i get a chance i'll try and watch this or something and uh you know then i can be up to snuff and up to speed on what happened when he goes to talk about it so i can formulate my thoughts as well so i thought uh eh, maybe i'll mention it okay um ufc 261 is coming up this saturday now it is a pay-per-view uh so you're not going to be able to watch the card unless you buy it or steal it i'm not suggesting Stealing it, I'm just saying, you know, let's be honest, that's things people do. Ah, sipping on Monster today. Um, I still have some of that. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it last one, I don't know if I had it. Uh, Victory is the uh, brewery or the brand, I guess. It's a uh, sour, is it Sour Monkey? I believe it's Sour Monkey I've been sipping on. I got a little sixer of it, you know, just to give it a taste. Uh, kind of trying different sours because I'm not... Here's the thing. I'm not a beer drinker. I'm not even really much of a drinker, you know, nowadays. Um, but, like, I'm not... I'm certainly, like, I'm not much of a beer drinker. So, but, you know, occasionally you go out and you go to events or... get you go to things and um you know, you go to places where people are not drinking like like Bud Light, Bush Light, you know, like <sighs> this is gonna offend people. But like what I what I like would consider redneck beers. Like <laughs> you know, like they're not drinking that. Like you go to these places and they're drinking IPAs and you know like these craft beers well so you know you got to try and figure out what you're going to drink um so like i found that i kind of tend to like sours i like a little bit of that bitter kick at the end um so i'm trying to explore it just a little bit you know nothing crazy but uh just trying to Test out a few, so if you go somewhere, you can have, like, you know, a couple in the wheelhouse. You can look on the menu and go, oh, yeah, give me one of those, you know, instead of having to get something. And, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty easy to deal with it. Like, if I get something that tastes like crap, I'll generally drink it anyway, you know, and I'll just shut my mouth, drink it, and won't get that again type of deal. Um, but, you know, you don't want to have to if you don't have to, Right. So, I think I said that messed up. You don't want to if you don't have to. I think that's what I meant to say. Either way, um, yeah. So, that's what I've been drinking this week. It's better than the Sierra Nevada, slightly sour. um, And, you know, I like the Victory has a, a little, like, monkey on it, of course, it's called Sour Monkey, but, uh, you know, I I, I like the cool cans, that's another thing, I can appreciate the cool cans, and I know, like, you know, it's just a different, I don't know, it's a different uh, style, I guess, I want to say lifestyle, but I I don't think, I mean, obviously the can doesn't have a lifestyle, but, like, the people who drink these types of Beverages live a different lifestyle than, like, the people who would drink, like, you know, Bush Light, Coors Light, Bud Light, uh, Miller Light type of thing. So, um, I don't know. But they got cool cans. I don't really know where I was going with that. But, yeah, so I'm drinking Victory Sour Monkey. It's pretty good. Um, I'm intrigued to try more. I tried one. What was it called? It was Just Call Me. Uh, a Margarita Gose, I believe it was called, um, this weekend in downtown Orlando. And uh, it was okay. Um, it wasn't bad, it just the flavor, well, I guess, it, I mean, yeah, it wasn't like it was gross. The flavor, I just wasn't crazy about. Um, kind of same thing, you know, I muscled it down. Uh, I don't know, it wasn't bad, it just didn't like... You know, when you drink something that's good, and you're like, oh, dang, that's kind of good. You know, it, it didn't give me that. So, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it was okay. Um, But, yeah, like I said, I'm just kind of venturing. Like, I had one one time a long time ago. And, uh, like, it was good up at Bricks in Titusville, for those who know. I had some sort of craft beer uh, or whatever, sour um I don't remember what it was, though, because at that point in time, like, I was just kind of getting into this, like, you know, going to more of these social events where you are drinking more of these crafty types of drinks, Um, and uh, at the time, I I didn't pay attention to it, because I didn't think, hey, I'm going to be doing this more often than, like, once every five years, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, either way, yeah, so... That's where I'm at with the craft beers. Um, Did I even get on UFC 261? I didn't. Okay, so UFC 261. Sorry. Here we are. Um, There's even early prelims. For those who really care, which is probably nobody but me, um, the early prelims start at 6 p.m. I don't really know any of these people on the card, to be honest. But one thing I like about that is these guys are like up-and-comers. These guys are like the ones like, hey, if you win this fight, UFC picks you up. If you don't win this fight, you may never have a career in the sport. So these are like the ones, they're giving their all. And these are the ones sometimes you can catch really good fights that no one's expecting. Um, but with that being said, early prelims are at six. Regular prelims are at eight. These people uh I should know some of these people, right? Let's see. Okay, well, I don't know the top guy. Haha. <laughs> okay, either way, so we got uh four four fights on the regular prelims. I didn't mention it, but there's like five fights on the Early prelims, and then let's get to the main card. Because let's be honest, this is the one that matters. Um, you start in the light heavyweight category with Anthony the Lionheart Smith. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this. He's fighting Jimmy Crute. Um, I believe his last name's Crute. I'm I saying that correctly. Um, this is a vent- kind of an interesting fight. Uh, Anthony Smith has been in the game for a long time. He's got a career of 34 wins, 16 losses, and zero no contest. Uh, so that's a pretty long career. That's 50 fights. You know, that's a lot. Jimmy Crute is uh, 12 wins, 1 loss, 0, no, no con. Here's what we're looking at. Anthony Smith is 32 years old. He's weighs 205. He's 6'3", and he's got a 76-inch reach. Jimmy Crute, on the other hand, is 25, 6'2", 205, with a 74-inch reach. So really... They're pretty much the same. That two-inch reach is a little something, but it's a little something. Um, really, it's going to come down to Anthony Smith is a veteran, and Jimmy Crute is, you know, not a newbie, but he's still young in the game in his professional career. So can Anthony Smith use his veteran techniques to get a win is the question. Um you know, and Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Crute, you know, can he, can he best the veteran to make his way up? That's the question there, too. Um I'm probably doing a horrible job with this. I hope you at least enjoy it. Monster Energy, Zero Ultra. It's okay. Um, middleweight is our next... Middleweight, we got Uriah Hall, seventeen and nine, Chris Weidman, fifteen and five. Both thirty-six years old, six foot six two, so not big difference there. One eighty-five each, and a inch and a half reach advantage goes to Uriah Hall. Not really big difference here, so this ought to be an interesting one because it's really just, you know who's the better man is. So that's going to be interesting. Then we get to our third, first of three title fights. Uh, Valentina Shevchenko, and you know I've heard them say that enough on TV because if you saw how this thing was spelled, you'd be like, what? Yeah, Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Andrade. And uh, this is a pretty interesting one too. Um Valentina Shevchenko is. She's one of the best in the flyweight division. I mean, you know, she's almost almost seems unstoppable. But Jessica Andrade is up to the up up to the you know she's up to the up to bat. She's ready to go. Um. So Shevchenko is thirty three. She's 5'4", 125 pounds. She uh, has a sixty six and a half inch reach, where Jessica Andraj is uh, 29 years old, 5'1", 115, and a 62 inch reach. So, that's a bit more of a reach advantage for uh, Valentina Shevchenko, like that's kind of a big deal, so Jessica Andraj is going to have to really watch out for that, but um, you know, it's really... It's really going to be close. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if I mentioned their records. Sorry, if I did not. Uh, Shevchenko is 19 wins, three losses, zero no contest. Andraj is 21 wins, eight losses, zero no contest. Um, man, this. I mean, this this whole card, guys. These these three fights I've mentioned are all going to be like they got the potential to be and. Intense, intense, and it only gets better. It only gets better. So, a cool thing for women here, you know, with the women's movement. um, I mean, you know, it's cool regardless of the women, regardless that the women's movement is happening at this particular moment. But um, there are two women's title fights on the same card in the same night. You know, like. And they're in, like, you know, they're, they're like, big deals. So, like, you had the flyweight division with Shevchenko and Andrade, which I just mentioned. But uh, you have next up after that is the women's strawweight division um, title fight. And this one, guys, this one's going to be intense for sure. Um, so... The women's drawweight division in the UFC is stacked with just girls who are ready to get it. They are ready to fight, and they are intense. Well, um, Wei Li Zhang, I think I'm saying it right, uh, is, is the champion. She's from China. She is China's first champion, I believe. For sure, like, first women's champion. But, like, first champion, I believe. So, like, she's a big deal over there. Um, and she's, like, she has the whole country behind her. And she's, like, got that, you know, the country on her shoulders, so to speak. She's their, like, superhero uh, for the UFC and, you know, MMA. And um, so it's a big deal. Now, she just put on one of the be- like, best women's fight, maybe one of the best fights of all time uh, just a year or so ago with, uh, Young Chick, I believe is how you say her last name, um, so, like, I mean, guys, that fight, that was the last time she defended her title too, I believe, um, you know, so, like, it was, it was just intense, like, if you can go back, go look at, uh, Weili Zhang, and that's okay. I'll spell it for you. Uh, give me just a second because I gotta find it. Let's see. Um, it's W E I L I Li, and then Zhang, which is Z H A N G, and put versus uh, Joanna, and it's gonna be J O A and that's all you need. It'll pull up all the rest of her because I don't know how to spell her last name either. Um, But you want to see just an intense battle, an intense moment of passion and just raw power between two women. It was crazy. Um, Now, with that being said, I don't want to just keep, you know, whatever. But, uh, so... Waley Zhang is fighting Rose Namanun Namanun Nama I don't know how to say it Nama Nunez I don't know, Namanu, whatever um yeah so Rose um I've really only caught the last couple of her her fights she was out for a while she actually had gotten picked up and slammed and got like a pretty na- like a knocked out from the slam. And like had a pretty nasty, got a pretty nasty situation. I don't really remember all that happened, but like she was out for a long time. Uh, you know, got slammed on her head, so it was bad. Um, but she's back. And what trips me out about Rose, um, I don't know. She's just like, she's game all time. And like you see her, she's. She looks... I don't want to say tiny. Tiny is not the correct term. I mean... But, like, she... You know... She doesn't look like she should have that much... Like... She doesn't look like she should be that good. As good as she is. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. But, like... You know, she doesn't... It's like She's not, like, jacked. You know? She looks like a... A tiny girl, I guess. Sorry. You know, but be honest. Looks like a tiny girl. But, like, she gets in there, and she, she's dangerous. So, guys, that's going to be a killer fight. I mean, I don't know. Killer fight. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so there's that one. Then um, our main fight is going to be... Kamar Usman versus uh, Jorge Masvidal, number two. Okay, so um, number two meaning that they fought before and Usman won, you know, retaining his title. Uh, here we are again, Dun, da da da, back again. Jorge Masvidal is trying to get this title. He wants this belt. He's ready, ready. Okay. Um, he's got a lot of fan base lately. Here's the thing. I don't know. I don't really know how to call it, to be honest with you. Um, I like Jorge Masvidal a lot. I mean, I like him. He's funny. Uh, you know, some of the stuff he says, I like his attitude. I like he's just this, you know. He's cool. You know, I appreciate it. I don't really know too much about Kamara Usman, to be honest. But if I was a betting man and I'm betting money, I think Kamara Usman still wins this. I just don't know if Jorge can put him down. And then, once again, no disrespect to Jorge Masvidal. uh, You know, because I, you know, he's certainly my fave in this battle. But... On, Usman's just a dangerous man, you know. And I know it's been, you know, I know, you know, Jorge's had some fights since they fought, and he's kind of made his way back. So he's hungry, and he knows what the taste is to have that spotlight and be defeated. And that can carry him to gold for sure. But, um, you know, it's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be really good, though. So like I said, if you... uh You know, if you happen to be wanting to watch it, the main card comes on at 10. Um, You know, I think it's a good deal. You should watch it uh, if you, you know, if you're able to. Yeah, so that's UFC talk, guys. We made it through it. I hope everyone's still alive, you know. Hopefully, everyone still enjoys it. Uh, so, let me get to... This is long, guys. I know I'm normally wrapping up by now. You guys are getting back to your life, but I'm almost laid down today. I did a little preparing. Dun-dun. Believe it or not. So, um, I'm going to hit a few quick things real you know, real fast. I was not there, but those of you who were and saw it, Brevard County or the Cocoa Beach had an air show this weekend. And a World War II uh, airplane had to make an emergency landing in the ocean, uh, fairly close to people. No one was injured, including the pilot. He was okay, so that's good. Uh, but I was not there, but I'm just curious for those who were like, what the right? How was that, huh? You know, I mean, I guess it wasn't quite in Cocoa Beach where it, you know, landed or crashed or whatever you want to use, I'm not sure. Um, I mean technically it crashed, but you know. Uh either way, so how crazy. Um I don't know. If you're not if you had weren't there, you hadn't seen it, you don't live in Brevard County or Florida, uh look up Cocoa Beach Air Show Crash. I'm sure it'll pull it up. Uh, but there's some pretty good videos and and pictures of it. Um that was pretty cool uh next on my list of things oh guys soccer is started again for those who follow mls soccer whoop whoop if you don't look don't hate because you know two three years ago i would have been that same guy you were like yeah man soccer and i'd be like uh nah, i'm good but it's a lot of fun i mean it really is you know, it's no different than any other sport—football, baseball, basketball. Like when you're there at the game, you know, you're just hooping and hollering and cheering for your team, and you know, fussing at the other team. Either way, it was fun. It was uh, Orlando City Lions versus the Atlanta Sucka Nuts. I don't really know what they're called, but they're our rival. And, you know, shows how much of a fan I guess I really am. I am a fan. I do appreciate Orlando City, but I don't keep up with, like, the other teams. Uh, Like, I think it's Orlando or... I don't know. Either way, Atlanta, they suck. We hate them, you know. (laughs) Um, So it was fun. Fun game. Um, What I don't like about soccer, and, you know, I get that not everything can be whatever, but, like, soccer... For those who don't understand how like soccer, like I'm not rules, but like the timing and stuff works. So it's, the game play is 90 minutes. Uh, unlike other uh, like sports, there's not really like if someone gets hurt in football, yeah, timeout. Got an injury on the field. Um, in most cases, soccer doesn't time out. They keep playing the game, and somewhere I guess somebody else keeps time of how long. Um, Whatever, like occasionally you have things where they'll stop for a brief second. But like it isn't like other sports where like, you know, like in football, if a guy goes down with a leg cramp, um, you know, they'll stop and everybody have a water break. And it may take, you know, two, three minutes Uh, and like the times just stopped and everything. Well, in soccer, they don't quite do that. The time still runs, and somebody else just clocks, whatever, and it's called stoppage time, and it's added at the end of the half. Uh, so you, the game lasts 90 minutes total. Uh, there's a halftime at 45 minutes, and then you have stoppage times. So like you know, so if something happened in the middle of it, I mean I, I'm sure you get it, but you know just to I guess hit the point home for someone who doesn't. Uh, If something happened in the middle of the first half, that stoppage time would be ended at the first half, ended, put onto the end of the first half time. Uh, But you don't get to see it. That's the caveat to it. And that's what kind of makes it interesting. So you could have like stoppage time, but they don't tell you how much time it is. So they'll go, all right, well, the ref or the whoever, the judge or whatever, whoever makes the time work goes, all right. There's a minimum of two minutes of stoppage time, or there's a minimum of four minutes of stoppage time. So no one knows what's going on at this point. It's like, all right, bro, this is you better play your heart out now because there's no clock for you to look at to see how much time you got left to win. It could end at any moment. Um, so that's kind of neat. I don't know. Uh, but what I don't like about it is. When that stoppage time ends, the game's over. And it doesn't matter that the score is 0-0. You guys just tied or both lost. And uh, so, you know, that's what happened this one. It was 0-0, which, you know, once again, like I feel about the UFC, I'm not hating on, you know, the soccer players because it's not – Easy when you're competing against someone else of a high skill level to try and defeat them, so I get it. But I want to see us win, and losing is not an option. So, um, either way, yeah, so that's my quick soccer rant. Um, it was fun though, I did have a lot of fun, and it couldn't have come at a better time because so here's the sitch, and this is my other Probably a long story I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, man, so we buy tickets for the soccer game. I don't remember when we bought tickets. That's not important. Um, So Friday, I go play volleyball. You know me. I love to play volleyball at least once a week if I can. Uh, so I go do my volleyball thing. Uh, I come home Friday night. We're hanging out at the house. I go to bed probably around eleven thirty. Well when I go to go to bed, uh I pick up Gemma, we lay down, go to bed. So around two thirty I wake up and something's like going on with Gemma. What was she doing? And she's like she's like shaking. I'm like, Why are you shaking? Like you drunk? Like, what are you doing? You know? And she's like like she'll stand up, but she's like goes to walk because she's falling over I can't figure out what it is and like I said it's around 2.30 and uh, so I kind of grab my phone and start looking stuff up my girlfriend wakes up and she goes what are you doing I'm like well you know Gemma's acting funny for those who don't know Gemma is uh, her Instagram or whatever I think is Gemma the wonder dog and I think it's Gemma dot the dot wonder dot dog um, so follow her you know <laughs> either way so I'm telling him, like, hey, you know, something's going on with Gemma. I'm not really sure. I'm just kind of looking things up to see what I can find, see if I can make sense of anything. And um, so I I can't really figure out anything. So, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It's rough looking, you know. Like, I put her down, like, she's just shaking, and I, I don't know. So I tell her, I'm like, you know, my me and my girlfriend like, got right, let's let's take her to the, the animal hospital. I don't know what else to do because she's she looks like she's in bad shape now for clarification um, she wasn't didn't seem like she was in pain she seemed very she didn't seem down she just seemed more like confused maybe um the dog. I'm speaking of so we take her to the animal hospital fortunately it's right around the block from us so they take her take a look at her they ask us uh, you know have we done anything different is there anything she could have gotten into anything like that um, and we're like no nothing's nothing's changed we did uh, put you know flea and take medicine on them uh, you know the night before or whatever, but we got the right size and everything like that and whatnot else, so we didn't think anything about that. I said, okay. They look at her, and uh they go, so we got basically two possibilities here. Uh They're like, Possibility one, which is what they seem to be leaning more towards, was that she had a seizure in the middle of the night. And uh, this is why she was shaking and acting the way she was acting. It was because she had a seizure. And, uh, or possibly number two, with dog uh, flea medicine that you put on the back of their neck, the topical medicine, if you give it to cats... It do the same thing to cats. They get these shakes, and uh, it messes them up. He said, on rare cases, it does the same thing to dogs. So so what we're going to do is we're going to take some shampoo, or some Dawn dish soap, I'm sorry, uh, use Dawn dish soap and wash it off of her. Uh, they said, we can do that, and we can do blood work if you like. And they gave us an estimate. Well, you know, blood work cost a crap ton of money. That's not how much it actually costs, but it might as well because it's a lot. Um, So we told him, hey, look, you know, if you don't mind, just in the rare case that it is this thing with the dog, flea medicine, can we take her home, monitor her, and then bring her back if we need to? Oh, yeah, sure. So we take her home. It's probably 3.30 now. Uh I really can't sleep, so I just watch her and uh, kind of, like, I try to get her to walk and do other things, you know, to see if maybe she's getting better from this, you know, from them washing the stuff off of her. Well, unfortunately, she's not getting better, and it's just, like, it's, it's getting, like, rough to watch. I mean, like, she's not, like, she doesn't, once again, she's not in pain. Um, She's not sick but she's just shaking and uh I've, i felt so bad and she couldn't walk obviously and i'm like i'm sitting here thinking to myself she's had a seizure uh what if she never walks again like what like she can stand but she can't walk but it's like well how's she going to pee how's she going to poop like are we going to like we're going to have to carry her outside all the time like how like how, what's this quality of life going to be so you know that's what i got going on and then around, I don't know, 6.30 or so, I finally, like, I dozed off for probably an hour. And uh, around seven thirty eight, me and my girlfriend were both awake, and we looked at her, and we were like, all right, she's not getting better. we got to take her back. So we take her back, and on the ride uh, to the animal hospital, I thought about it, and I go, you know, we just recently had the yard treated, and, uh, like, I mean, we had the yard treated, like, same day the dogs got flea medicine, and I thought, man, like, what are the chances maybe that could be, you know, an issue somehow. So I mentioned it to the, um, you know, the, the, doctor the vet I don't know what you call him veterinarian like is that the correct term is doctor okay too animal doctor y'all know what I'm talking about doctor Doolittle. little um, but so I mentioned that to the vet I'm like look this is situation uh, this I believe was a different vet than the first one we saw at 230 um, but uh, yeah so I just you know I mentioned that and they go okay well can you figure out what type of what brand of, uh, you know, stuff that was used? Oh, like, yeah, sure. So we figure all that out. Come to find out, uh, a little Jim I got poisoned. So, um, you know, so then it was like, whew, yeah. So we had to get the bag, uh, figure out what type of poison it was. And they had to do treatments. Well, they took her in around 8 o'clock Saturday morning. And uh, they had to, like, do IVs. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know what all they had to do, but it was just like they were explaining it, and I was like, Jesus. So it was a lot. Um, But before it gets too sad and whatever, we got Gemma back, but it wasn't till Sunday, like... 6:37 o'clock. And it was like whole that day and a half was such a long miserable day and a half. And without, that we went to the soccer game uh that Saturday too. Um just to get out of the house. Cuz like initially when it happened my girlfriend's like we're not we're not going to the soccer game. But all I could think was, well, I don't want to sit here in the house and both of us just sit here and think about, you know, Gemma. And, I mean, like, obviously, she was still in our thoughts and still in our minds. But, like, if you sit here in an empty house, you're just going to sit in misery. So I didn't want that to be the case. You know, I was like, that can't help us. So I was like, all right, let's, let's go. Let's go to this game. So I told her we were going to the game, and we went. We had a good time, so I'm glad we did. Cause um yeah that was just sucked, like nothing good would have come out of sitting at the house. So um yeah either way we got Gemma back, thank the Lord, and she's just as good as ever, thank the Lord. Cause that man like <sighs> it's a rough moment when like you like you know, cause like they never they never made it seem like. Death was a possibility, but they never really specified anything either. And in my mind, I'm going, okay, well, poison, you know, it's just a wide range. It could be not that detrimental, or it could kill you. And it's like I, you know, and I mean, look, when we when we took her over there, and they found out it's poison, and found out what they had to do, they did tell us like, hey, if she goes under, do you want us to try and bring her back like if yeah, like if her heart stops, do you want us to perform c p r and all this stuff so I mean I guess you know there was it was some sort of realness to it, you know i mean it was it was pretty intense, but like, like yeah we can't we can't explain how happy we are to have her back and how happy we are that she seems normal, you know like because it was rough, it was rough it was rough, but she's doing good we're all doing good at least at the moment it seems so that's a plus but guys, who, you know, for those of you who didn't know uh, thank you for your thoughts and prayers because it was difficult to think what could happen but it didn't, she's good And we're good, and that's what's up. Um, You know, I actually got more stuff to talk about, but, I mean, I'm almost at 45 minutes now, and I don't want to, you know, (laughs) I don't want to take too much of your time. No. um, Yeah. Dude, guys, I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Um, I know it seems like I'll never have people up here again, but I got them in the works. Just different things are happening. me and Ronnie were actually talking about recently doing another one, just me and him uh but you know, like I said, he's got a kid popping out today, so two of them actually, so you know he's his plates plate's getting a little full right now. I got some other people I'm working on as well, just uh you know there's stuff stuff in the pipeline it just ain't came out yet, you know, so uh, the garden's still doing good. For those of you who are wondering, the garden is still doing good, McFats. Man, McFats is looking good. All those little flowers have bloomed. Maybe I'll try and throw a picture up of that. Uh, all the flowers have bloomed. Um, Yeah, McFats is happy. Uh, I got a pineapple plant that's got a pineapple growing on it right now. I'll try and throw a picture of that up, too. Uh, I want to get a honeybee hive. Huh. <laughs> Maybe I'll talk about that next episode, but I want to get a honey bee hive, and um you know my girlfriend's down, she said I could get one, but the one I wants is expensive, but we'll talk about that next time uh guys, love you, I mean it for real um you know, as always, please you know tell your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones, everyone uh about the podcast is. TG3 underscore podcast on Instagram. Love you. I really do. I do. I love you guys, and I love doing this. And I know, like, you know, I know sometimes I'm probably boring, but I appreciate you guys listening anyway. Uh, You know, I hope you're out there kicking ass and taking names and uh, following your dreams. And if not, figure out what you got to do to start doing that. It's one life. Live it. All right, for real, though. I'm out. Love you. Peace.